Welcome to Just Another Podcast. Hey! I've been around the block a couple times before. I've seen everything, I've seen a little more. I've done everything anyone could ever do. I've had my share of towns, and I've had my ups too. I've seen all the racy, I've been all the racy. Hello and welcome to episode nine, season two of Just Another Podcast. I'm Matt Lieb, joined by my co-host Jacob. I mean Steve Kribos. But man, was that kid good last week? We might just have another surprise for you this week. How about those Ohio sports teams? Well, except for Cincinnati. Our Browns looked amazing post-OBJ era, and our Buckeyes won a hard-fought game versus a tough Cornhusky Nebraska squad. Steve, 2-0 this week for our squads, and both of us had great weeks in our personal fantasy leagues, too. How's it going? How you feeling, buddy? Oh, going great. It was a great football week. Jacob gave me a... At luck everywhere around, including the picks, which we'll talk about soon. But yeah, no, he did. We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a great, great week, though, all around. Um, you know, obviously, exactly what you needed to see from the Browns. And, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. Some people I've talked to have been a little down on the Buckeyes win. But, hey, you know, you're into Big Ten season. This kind of stuff happens this is the game of everyone else's year so i didn't mind it i thought the buckeyes played well i agree nebraska's lost too i think it what is it oklahoma michigan and michigan state all by less than seven points and three points by most both michigan squads who are actually both pretty good so yeah i mean uh, enough that enough that it earned scott frost an extension and I, I think people are pretty happy about it. So I, I don't know what that says about Nebraska football, but I think they were happy. So Absolutely. So continue with the happiness, Steve. What's your good for the week? Let's jump in the GBUs. All right. So for our GBUs, my good man, oh man, was Nick Chubb good. I don't even know if good's the word. It might be great. Maybe we'll do great, bad, ugly. But 137 yards on the ground, 163 total, two touchdowns. Nick Chubb has the most broken tackles on the year, the most rushing yards after contact per attempt at 4.6. And he had uh, after contact this weekend, Matt, any of his 137 on the ground, how many were after contact this weekend? Any idea? 94. 122. Oh my gosh. So he has the most 20 yard runs since the beginning of 2020. Uh, and I am really hoping he's cleared to play. Obviously we have to see him clear concussion or, uh, COVID protocols. He is vaccinated. So he has to just see two negative tests. I really hope we say it, uh, see it. Um, there is a bright side for the Bengals. However, this weekend, I don't know. Did you hear the bright side for the Bengals, Matt? No, I didn't. What is that? Their defense was cleared of the COVID protocols because none of them were deemed close contacts to Chubb this weekend. <laughs> hey, oh. Oh, good dad joke right there, everyone. All right. My good with the Steelers winning. Not good, but with the Steelers winning on Monday night, there are now 11 AFC teams with a winning record this year, included our beloved Brownies. This is tied for the most in a conference through week nine since the 1970 merger. It's tied with 2014 AFC. They also had 11 teams. 
With such a competitive landscape and how great the Browns looked on Sunday in the first post-OBJ game, it's going to be an exciting second half of the season with no huge favorite, and it's going to be really fun to watch. On top of that, we had a fun underdog Sunday last week. It was the first day since November 12, 2006 that we had five underdogs that were underdogs of at least five points, and they all won outright. Yeah, that's crazy. It, uh, unfortunately, though, that meant for us that we are out of Survivor, and, and I'm sure a lot of people who were left in Survivor were also out this weekend. Yeah, that's the uh, unfortunate side of those big upsets is that it crushes survivors, knocks us out. Uh, I do have one more left in another survivor I'm doing, but uh, it's just a crazy, crazy weekend. When Urban Meyer, looking bleak, <laughs> can beat the Buffalo Bills when they only score nine points, it is it is good football. Well, bad football, but it's it, you just got to love it. That was a- I have no idea what to even think about that game. Urban was pumping his fist like he just won a national championship. So hyped up. So good for him. Best team he's ever beat. That's for sure. Oh, by far. All right, Steve, what's your bad? All right. So my bad is Miles Garrett foot injury. I don't know if you saw it. He was walking around. He did not practice today. He was limping around. I really hope he can go because Matt, he has been an absolute beast. He's leading the league with 12 sacks this season. Uh, You know, and he's done that all while being held more than a newborn at grandma's house. He ranks first in sacks. He leads in pro football focus past rush grade and win rate. He has been an absolute beast. So if that foot injury holds him out of this weekend, that will be sad, sad. So I really hope it's not the case. For sure. You really want to see him out there this week. I mean, we have a possibility of not having Chubb and Miles Garrett going, playing against the New England Patriots. Come on, guys. Steve needs you. He's got to beat the Patriots. He can't live with Christine if we lose to him. Oh, man. That will not be good. Absolutely. So my bad is Sam Darnold. I was a fan of Darnold prior to the NFL draft. Thought he got a bad deal getting drafted by the Jets and having to play for Adam Gase. Then finally he gets away. Gets to go play for Carolina. Has CMC, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson all set up for a great season. And he actually had a few good starts. Then CMC gets hurt, and it's all downhill from there. He completed three passes a couple weeks ago when I decided it was a good idea to stream him. And this past week was the first, he became the first quarterback since tracking pocket designation began being tracked to be 0-6 with two interceptions outside the pocket on Sunday. Just awful. And now this could be become a, because of an injury, and he's going to be out for four to six weeks. But, man, this is not what Carolina was hoping for when they traded him instead of drafting one of those rookies. No, yeah, absolutely not. It And he started off so promising, too. So it's, He it's, did. I mean, too bad. But this is kind of who I thought Sam Darnold was, to be honest with you. I When we watched him play at Ohio State, I mean, obviously I know Ohio State was very good, but he – he looked absolutely miserable, and I never was impressed with Darnold. So this is this is kind of who I always thought he was. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he gets another chance when he comes back healthy to see if this is who he is or if he actually was that guy starting off the season who's got potential to be a starting quarterback in this league. I'm gonna I'm gonna say he probably is not gonna get a chance. I mean, they, I mean, with the going out and signing 
first of all, I think this injury is somewhat serious. It could keep him out for a while, but with going out and signing cam, I mean, I, to, to me, it's kind of all signs pointing to they're not going to give him that other next chance. Yep. So we'll see what the future holds for him. A lot of guys stick around as backup quarterbacks and end up getting the chance, but uh, yeah, it doesn't look great for him for sure. So um, Steve, let's hear it. Ugly. All right, my ugly this week is shared backfields. It's really ugly for fantasy football. It's very difficult to deal with. So I'll give you a few examples. This week, J.D. McKissick outsnapped Antonio Gibson 45 to 25, and he beat him on scrimmage yards 82 to 55. There's a three-headed monster in New England. You have no idea what's going to happen each and every week there, but this week all had just average games. Stevenson had 11, Bolden and Harris each had nine. I'm not really sure how you decide what to do with that, especially after a guy like Harris was starting to look really promising and, and, you know, then they go ahead and do this. It's, it's, you know, it stinks for fantasy football. You understand it for real football, but then, you know, another odd one, again, Aaron Jones has been looking good, but AJ Dillon and he both split touches this weekend. They each had 12 touches and you know, it's just, it's, it's no fun for fantasy. I'll call it ugly for fantasy. Absolutely agree. You see that happening down with the Titans. That you got AP and uh... yeah, but at least Titans, I can somewhat explain that. I mean, you just had a huge injury to to a guy who was not splitting with anybody. So, I mean, I you can understand that a little bit more. They're trying to figure out what they may have, but it's it's too bad when you're talking about guys that that should be talented to be the number one back. Absolutely good points. It is unfortunate, but, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes going forward. Hopefully my running backs don't share any carries. That's for sure. (laughs) All right. We'll see how it goes. Yep. So my bad, or excuse me, my ugly is COVID. I thought COVID was over. In D.C., we don't have to wear masks much anymore. I I thought we were done. I thought we moved on. Then we have Devontae Adams right after I trade for him, of course. Adam Lazard, then they come back, and Rodgers had it last week. You have multiple players on a couple different teams. And now, worst of all, Nick Chubb, Demetric Felton, and even John Kelly all tested positive, with Kareem Hunt also on the injured list. If these guys can't get past the COVID protocol, we could be sitting with Ernest Johnson as our only active running back. Now, that could be a good thing, but you really like to have at least two running backs on your team active for the week. So we'll see how it goes. As we said, hopefully we'll get a call back, but just ugly with how COVID seems to be creeping back in the NFL right now. Yep, absolutely. Hope, hopefully we can get past this, especially for the Browns. I mean, I, I agree with you. You're going to have to have a couple backs, especially the way we run the ball. So I, I hope, I really, really hope Chubb can be active because I'd be really excited to watch him this weekend. Absolutely. We would love to see it. So, those are our GBUs, and we'll be right back. We got a little special segment for you guys, so stay tuned. All right. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Just wanted to do a quick recap. Last week, we had a special guest on, Jacob. He came back to join us today. How are you, Jacob? Good. All right. Jacob, how old were you last week when we recorded? Four. And how old are you this week? 
five. Happy birthday. It's like a whole new man. So, Jacob, did you enjoy doing the podcast with us? Yes. Thank you so much. On the picks where you picked all of us, you were five and one, meaning you got five right. Congratulations and thank you so much. What do I say? Thank you. All right. So, Jacob, let's talk about that Browns game. What did you think? It was awesome. How did they do? Who did they play? How did they do? They played the Cincinnati Bengals, and they did awesome. How many touchdowns did Baker Mayfield throw? Three. All right, tell me who he threw them to. Nick Chubb. Baker Mayfield handed it off to Nick Chubb, and they threw it to Donovan Peoples Jones, who's the next last one. Njoku was the last one. So you're just the last one was. So you're counting that handoff as a, as a throw so you could be right about three touchdowns. Is that correct? Yes. All right. I love it. And what was the score? Do you remember? Yeah. 41 to 16. 41 to 16. Great job. Jacob, thanks for joining us again. Really appreciate it. What are your thoughts about this weekend? So this weekend, mom, mommy's favorite team, the New England Patriots are playing the Browns. Who is going to win this week? Browns. And what do we say about Mommy's Patriots? Boo! <laughs> All right, that's right. Any score predictions for this week? What do you think the score is going to be this week? Maybe 32. Give me a pick. I think it'll be 32. Give me a pick. That's all right if you don't know. Wait, I think I know. All right, go ahead. 42 to 10. 42 to 10. Go Browns. I would love it. Jacob, thanks again for joining us. Thank you. All right, everyone. Welcome back, Steve. That was awesome. Jacob is the man. And why don't you tell us a little fact you told me. How much prep did you tell Jacob? You know, gave him the score, gave him some stats? No, zero. I told him nothing. I just said, hey, we were going to talk Browns. And he was ready to go. He remembered the score. He remembered that Baker threw three touchdowns, even though he didn't. But he's he, <laughs> in his mind, he is refusing to back down. He says he handed one off and he's counting that. And now I said, I had asked him later. I said, hey, Nick Chubb ran for two touchdowns. He said, yeah, one of them counts as Bakers. I mean, (laughs) I don't know. He must be my salesman kid because he is sticking to it. A salesman and a sports fan, Steve. That's That's a mini Steve right there. So yeah, he's off to a good start with his podcast career right there. All right. So before we uh, talk about his predictions from last week, because I'm going to delay that as much as possible. I want to talk about the league a little bit. Um, look at the playoff picture and just uh, focus on just in our league for a bit as you are our commissioner now. To start off, you're, you're making a league change for next year. Can you tell us what's going to happen? Well, uh, Matt, what division are you in? Uh, one of the three. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 
Nobody knows we even have divisions. They're useless. And when, especially when you're looking to kind of take a look at what the playoff picture is like, it would just be really nice to see all the standings in order instead of having to try and bop around from all three divisions. They, they kind of, they, they started with a purpose, especially as the way this league started, but uh, they have no meaning. We're getting rid of them. Oh, I'm in rock. Of not, e- not, e- not even sure what that means. The divisions are John's rock hard. Yeah, which clearly it's not true. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's out. They're gone. All right, gone. Divisions are gone. Forget about it. Because I'm over here and I want to talk about the playoff picture. And it's a mess. I can't really tell who's on where, what what positions who, like what place everyone's in. I got to scroll up and down to try to figure it out. So I'm with you. Kind of messy. It would be nice just to see it 1 through 12. So it would be nice for next year. Yep. The only thing I can say about that playoff picture is I, I really honestly think there's only one team really out of it. Unfortunately, Matt and Jacob have had a really tough year. Uh, they're about the only team though, that I'd say is out of this thing. Everybody else, uh, man, I, they're, they're in it and it really could be anybody's game. Definitely. So I want to talk about that. As we look at the very top, Jen is in first place. She's got over 1,300 points so far. Only one other person, your wife, Christine, has over 1,200 yards. How does she do it again this year? I don't know. I just can't wait till we can kick Jen out finally. <laughs> Is that going to be after this year? I hope so. Hey, you're the commission. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> We'll we'll make a we'll announce a rule on the podcast that she doesn't listen to, and then she'll break it, and we'll kick her out for breaking it. <laughs> Perfect. So as we look at the top three, you have Wayne, who's like half a girl. He's got four sisters, so he grew up with a very feminine lifestyle around him. And in third place, Christine. So you have two girls in the top three. I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's impressive. It's I mean, hey, this is like and it is a it is a close close year. Like even as I go to make these picks week in and week out, there's a, a this league has is very competitive. Probably one of the more competitive ones I'm in. Absolutely. So, the interesting part about Christine though, talking about your wife for another second here, she's 0 and 3 in her division, but 5 and 4 overall. Uh, what what Again, what what meanings do this division have? I don't know. I just thought it'd be an interesting <laughs> fact here. You're in the division with her, so I think you beat her, right? Uh, I believe I did. I believe I did. Yep. So, uh, I don't know. I think it's interesting. Do you think both the girls can stay up there with their squads? Yeah, I mean, unfor- yeah, like I said, unfortunately with Jen, yes. Um. Uh, yeah, Christine, I mean, Christine has a chance to be really good if somehow Patrick Mahomes turns out to be good. I mean, she's doing all this with Mahomes doing honestly relatively pretty bad. Um, but yeah, she's got a she's got a good team as well. It's definitely possible. Yeah, Mahomes has not 20 points in the past three weeks. So we'll see how he does this weekend versus those Las Vegas Raiders who are a mess right now on Sunday Night Football. Uh, but they always play Mahomes tough, so it could be another tough sledding for Mahomes this week. And speaking of tough sledding, Steve, once again, we're both currently not in the playoffs. This is like last year. Are we going to make it this year? 
Well, we aren't quite as bad. That last year in this league, we were real, real bad. Um, we'll see. I, I have. I, I feel good. I mean, again, I I look at my roster. I feel really good about my three running backs. I look at your team. You have a good roster. I'm really not quite sure how you are. Uh, rank the way you are. So yeah, I'm going to say we're going to come back and we are going to make the playoffs this year. Love the prediction. I'm three and six, so not great. But the nice part is eight teams make the playoffs. And right now, John's in seventh place at four and five. So this is like you're saying, this is anybody's game so far. I mean, even in second place, Wayne has three losses. So, you know, it's still very fluid. And there's going to be a lot of changing. So every win is going to be huge. And to top it off, we have an extra week this year. So we have five more regular season games to go. So it's going to make it really interesting. And my last question to finish up is want to talk about one of the top three that we haven't talked about yet is Wayne. Wayne lost Derrick Henry but got Greg Kittle, who I traded him back. But he's starting Devin DeVernay and Khalif Raymond this week. What's your outlook rest of the season for Wayne? Yeah, it's it's tough. Obviously, the the big key for him is Montgomery's back, and it looks like, at least with the workload they gave him, it looks like that's going to be a huge, huge uh, boost to his lineup. So um, he's obviously still going to struggle at that RB two position each and every week, uh, but. Montgomery will be a huge boost for him. So uh, if Dak can stay healthy and Montgomery can stay healthy and Kittle can stay healthy. Yeah. I'd say he has a chance, Um, but yeah, he's going to, he's going to struggle like a lot, like a lot of us really are at at that second running back position. And especially with the deep flex you're you know, you are going to have to start guys like, you know, like a Duvernay or like a a Khalif Raymond. Absolutely. So good luck to everyone the rest of the way through. As we just talked about it, it's going to be really fun, really interesting. Matt, so. here's a name. Here's the name on his roster. Uh, Ooh. So Allen Robinson has kind of been really, really bad this year. Uh, but Justin Fields played the best game of his career against Pittsburgh. I think we could all say that. I mean, not that that took much, but he played the best game of his career. Allen Robinson hit d- double digits uh, for only the second time this year. Is he a guy that Wayne will be able to count on down the stretch? Unfortunately, I just don't think so. He's got a, a tough schedule. He's got that bye week with Montgomery this week. Then he's playing Baltimore, who's got a great secondary. He's got a game against Detroit that he could do well in. But then after that, you have Arizona and Green Bay, who have great secondaries, and they're going to be focused on Allen Robinson. So, I mean, he's obviously not a drop candidate. He's got a good playoff schedule, but... By that time, when you get to the Minnesota and Seattle and Giants, it's the playoffs. Do you really want to trust him, especially if it is true that he is mediocre at best games getting that far? Do you really want to trust him to throw him in your starting lineup for a playoff game when you lose and you go home? Uh, Well, when you're looking at Khalif Raymond as your other alternative, maybe. Great question. I'm just glad I don't have Allen Robinson. Dropped him in the one league that I had him. I was tired of it. I couldn't take it anymore. Can't take it anymore. Dropped him. So, yeah, it's that's another one that's it, – it'll be interesting to see, to see how he does. And to top it off, he's also got Mooney. So, he's living and dying with the, with the Bears here. <laughs> it does seem that way. All right. So, 
enough talk about Wayne. Uh, I've tried to, to uh, enough talking about the, the league, the playoffs, everything. I've pushed off our predictions from last week as much as possible, but I got to give Jacob credit. He was your good luck charm. How do you do? Yeah, it was my good luck charm, five and one, and I pulled ahead of you by a game. So, hey, it makes it fun. Yeah, the only picks I got were the ones I agreed with him on, on Wayne and Christine, and we were both wrong about John. I knew it. Whenever we both pick him, something happens, and he ends up losing. So we'll see what happens this week, John. But uh, I don't know if we're bad luck to you or you're giving us bad luck on our picks. Jen's bad luck to just about everybody, unfortunately. That's true. She's won, like, what, six in a row? It's amazing. Yeah. Feel bad for whoever's playing her this week. All right, let's jump into it, Steve. Prediction time. We're going to jump back into the wild, try to predict the, the, the best-performing player again, not, go, not dissect the entire team, just look at who's going to be their MVP on the squad. And uh, let's start out with you versus Brandon. What do you think, Steve? You going to get another W this week? Yeah, I picked me this week. This is a tough week, and I was really nervous that I was going to sit here recording this pod and watching my, me get destroyed this week as Brandon has three guys going. Uh, luckily, that's not the case, though. But I'm going to predict that Aaron Rodgers coming off COVID protocol is going to get back in my starting lineup and be a beast, and I'm going to predict that I do win this week. All right, well, we've done no quarterback for – MVP, but we'll let you have it. It's your team. Yeah. I, I'm going to just, yeah, I just, he just stuck out to me because I, I think he's going to come back angry. I think a lot of how people are looking at him just makes him angry. So I just, I picked him for that reason. All right. So I looked at this and I saw, wanted to pick Brandon, try to be a little different than you, but Gaskin's up and down. I, he's having a rough night. We made these picks before the game. Gibson is struggling as well, coming back from an injury. Uh, so I'm picking you, Steve, and I think your MVP is going to be Zeke. Love Zeke. Hope he has a big week this week, and I think it's a big bounce-back week for uh, the uh, Dallas Cowboys after an ugly loss last week to the uh, Denver Broncos, I believe, somehow. I, that was a weird game, too. Yeah, very weird game. Don't know what to think about it, but, yeah, it, it should be a good matchup for the Cowboys. Definitely. So next up, we got Allie versus Harding and Jacob. Let me get to it here. I, I know I am picking Allie this week. I'm going to say Kyle Pitts has a big game. Um, he, he's he's shown flashes, and they're certainly putting him out there as almost a, just a pure wide receiver at this point. So um, I'm going to go ahead and say that that he has another big game against Dallas. Uh, I think that's going to be a huge game where, you know, Atlanta's going to have to throw the ball quite a bit. So uh, yeah, I'm going to say Kyle Pitts, big game and Allie wins. All right. I love to see it. I always like watching a shootout with Dallas. Uh, And if Atlanta's going to stay in that game, you're right. They're going to have to throw for a lot. I'm going to go with Allie as well. Unfortunately, Harding and Jacob, Having a, a tough time right now. They actually have the same amount of points as I do. I only have one more win. But their outlook, besides my boy Austin Eckler, is a little bleak. So I'm going with Allie, too. And I think Aaron Jones is going to crush it in Seattle and be her MVP. Yeah, and it looks like, I mean, right now I see they even have Antonio Brown in their starting lineup, which 
would be huge for them. But from all signs, it looks like he's not going to be playing. And same thing with Gronk. It looks like as much as Gronk may want to play, it looks like they won't have him either. So back to the well a little bit for them. Absolutely. It could be another big win for Allie. She went from Jones in for a win and she could be 500 here. So it'd be a big comeback for her to uh, be very competitive in the league. Yes, sir. Next up, Valentech versus Struble. I almost made this one our matchup of the week, man. I think this is a very closely matched game. Some really interesting, uh, interesting matchups for both teams. But, you know, um, on the injury front, I'm going to say that it's going to end up being Struble that pulls this one out. I'm not sure. Right now, he doesn't have a quarterback on his roster. He's got Joe Burrow, Gerald Burrow on by, so he's going to have to figure that one out. But um, I'm going to say that he goes off and pull this, pulls this victory because I think he can still find a quarterback uh, suitable to, to kind of suit up this week and be fine for him. And Mike Evans, um, w- it looks like Antonio Brown and Godwin will miss the game, and we certainly know Tom Brady's still going to sl- sling it. So I think Mike Evans has a chance for a huge game. And I'm going to say that he wins. All right. I agree. I think this is a really good matchup. Um, you know, there's a couple quarterbacks out there that Struble can scoop up. These are two of our most avid listeners. So we appreciate it. And we really enjoy this matchup. Uh, I picked Valentech. We're, we're watching the game right now. It's not going well for him. Uh, he's got Hyde in there, but. Yeah, good- I did. I did not know about Mike Gusecki before I made this pick, but it's obviously a good thing for me now. Ugh, yeah, Gusecki's at it again so far, but he's also got James Robinson. So if he returns, he can slot him back in. And I'm, I'm going to stick with my pick of Alentech, and I think CMC comes back and has a huge week this week. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go Valentech here. Yep, I could see that. Next up, we got – All right, me- next – yeah, next up we have you versus Christine. So obviously we talked about Christine having a really good season, but I like your roster. I think this is another this will be another battle for sure. Yeah, I need a win. I, I I really need to get W. Christine, if you could just you know, you don't have to win. You're sitting in a really good position right now. So if you could just take a guy or two or four out of your lineup, that'd be really helpful. <laughs> but I, I like my team. I got the most, and obviously projections mean nothing, but I have the most projected points of any team this week, which shows my team hopefully with Kyler back. It looks good. We got a lot of healthy guys on the team. I want to see Cook crush it this week, and he's going to be my MVP. I need a big week from Cook. He's been pretty hot and cold this season, so I want him to crush those Chargers and uh, help me to get a big W. Yep. I'm going to go. I think there's a very good chance of that happening. I am going to pick Christine this week, though. I'm going to say Jonathan Taylor's in a total smash spot against Jacksonville. He should be very good. And, you know, Brandon Ayuk, who at at most of this season looked droppable, uh, is trending in the right direction. And I think he's very good. They've said some interesting things about how really it was kind of him getting back into the offense this year. Uh, coming off that injury. So if, if he starts to look like last year's Brandon Ayuk, it could be a scary wide receiver convers- you know, combo for her. Yeah, I could have a nervous Monday night having to watch Cup and Ayuk 
rooting against both both teams, both wide receivers, so she doesn't catch up to me. So I'm hoping I get a huge lead and it doesn't become a concern, but I'm already forecasting that it's going to be. So it'll definitely be interesting. <laughs> all right, next matchup, we have Jen versus Roby. We've all talked about Jen. I think all of us can agree we're rooting for Roby, but who you got, Matt? Rooting for Roby. I, I'm picking Roby. I, Jen's just won so many in a row, and I feel like every year we think that she gets on this crushing it, and then something happens to her team, and it falls off. And so maybe she keeps crushing it, but I'm, I'm predicting at some point she has a speed bump in the road, has a bad week, doesn't put it together, and with six wins in a row, I think her win streak comes to an end this week, and I'm picking Roby. And I think – just like I was hoping doesn't affect me on Monday night. They have Debo for Roby versus Henderson for Jen. And it could come down to whoever scores more points. And I'm going to pick Debo getting the win for Roby. Yeah, we'll see. It could be interesting. I think, uh, you know, Tom Brady's in a big spot there, but is not going to have Chris Godwin most likely. So she's going to have to figure out what to do there. But I still, she's got some, you know, Hill on the road. I'm I'm kind of seeing a bounce back game for Patrick Mahomes this week. Uh, so I'm going to go with Tyreek Hill on the road as her MVP. And that, yeah, I'm going to call her for the win. All right. Well, we're still rooting for you, Roby. But that brings us to. Oh, man. We don't have the live one. And again, I pretty much forgot to load up the <laughs> thing. But, you know, it's okay. It's all right. This is what you get for. Uh, we are still accepting applications for our producer of the show. Uh, we've received none to this point. So, again, shoot us, <laughs> shoot us a DM on Twitter with your resume or, I don't know, anything. Uh, just, you know, and, and you're hired pretty much. So. Uh, the matchup of the week this week is Wayne versus John. We talked a lot about Wayne's team, John's team having a strong year. What do you think here, Matt? Matchup of the week. We, we can't go through a podcast without having some attempt at it. So look, I know we picked him last week and he lost to Jen, but I'm going back to the well. John's got a good team and you know, he's sitting here at, Four and five, seventh place overall. So not great, but not bad. He's sitting in a good position, and he could really use a big win this week. And his team just looks good. The, the only question mark is if Kamara plays this week. Uh, he looks a little banged up, might not play. And John will have a question. Maybe maybe he he puts the Muth, and maybe the Muth will be Luth this week. So could be a fun one. But I still think John gets the W. And I'm going to say that Justin Jefferson has a big game too. I guess I'm picking on picking Minnesota this week when I pick Cook for myself. So Minnesota is going to have an upset of the Chargers, I guess, is what I'm what I'm forecasting here. And Jefferson's going to crush it for John. Yeah, we'll see. Wayne's dealing with a whole lot of injuries and just kind of having to piece together a lineup. We talked a little bit about that right now. So he, he's having to piece together a lineup. We will see. But he has Kittle back, and that does make me nervous. It almost made me lean Wayne with both Dak and Kittle kind of being back and in for him. But I, I would like to see John go with a different QB here. He's got Tannehill in right now. Wouldn't mind him going out to the waiver wire, seeing what else is out there. But I'm still going to call John for this one. I think Devontae Adams with, with as I mentioned earlier, uh, Aaron Rodgers 
I think it's going to be angry and just coming out to, to prove people, you know, wrong in every aspect. And so I, I'm going to say big games by Devonte Adams and John wins. Steve question for you with the, the quarterback question for John, do you see the quarterback he's got on his bench? Uh, I didn't clearly. Oh, well, Russ, Russell Wilson. How about that? Are you starting Russ? He's back. Absolutely. absolutely. No questions asked. All right. He could have a setback, but as of right now, it looks like he's going to start. So, John, Steve wants you to put Russell Wilson, get him in the starting lineup once he's activated. So, good luck, everyone. We got some another good week of really exciting matchups. Steve and I need some big wins this week, so we'd really appreciate our opponents letting us get those Ws. Good luck, everyone, and stay tuned for some DraftKings. Welcome back, Degenerates. Matt, we are sitting here watching this game, and the the Baltimore Ravens just fumbled and it appears it's going to be a defensive touchdown by Miami. What a wild Thursday night game. This has become I'm streaming and I haven't seen it yet. Oh, here it is. I'm watching it now. You just ruined that play for me. So thank you, Steve. But really this is, this is crazy. Yeah. No, Hey, go, go Miami. Absolutely. Go dolphins. We'll see if the Ravens can have a, an epic comeback here like usual the past couple weeks, but uh, it's not what you expected for uh, Thursday night. But I guess you got to uh, expect the unexpected for all these Thursday night games. Yeah, that's true. All right, so before we talk about DraftKings, I got one more fun math stat for all of our uh, degenerate listeners here. So 32.4% of Odell Beckham Jr.'s targets, that's 11-34 this season, have been off target. That's the highest off-target percentage for any re- receiver in 2021 among 71 players with 30-plus targets. So not great. We know the Baker to OBJ connection was was not good. But there's one other player who's actually lower than him for the most off-target percentage this season. Who is worse than him? This guy's... A relevant player for us that we were a big fan of before the season. Big fan of before the season. And he has been nothing but a flop. Uh, With a flop quarterback as your hint. DJ Moore. Right. Give me one more guess. Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Uh Maybe it's not uh, his fault and PJ Walker or Cam Newton will uh, be a savior so he doesn't have a disaster of a season but uh we'll see anyways that was a fun match that i want to share uh make sure to get on the pod and now let's jump into our DraftKings lineup this week steve i'm going to start us off and i'm going to talk about our st- stack stack steve where's our stack oh we have a stack matt it's just a little bit unique go with oh, it. okay <coughs> we got a unique stack this week so we got Carson Wentz, who's been on fire lately and still only $5,900. Huge value there playing Jacksonville. So we really like that play. And instead of a wide receiver stack, we're stacking him with the stud, Jonathan Taylor. He has been crushing it. I'm playing Christine this week with Jonathan Taylor. So 
I hope that's at least a little bit tempered, but he's on fire too. So instead of playing a, a quarterback wide receiver typical stack, we're going with the quarterback running back. Little, uh, you know, not the usual stack, but uh, non-conventional, but uh, we're going to go with it. So, uh I think the the moments, in my opinion, when you do stuff like this is in a situation like this where Wentz is so cheap. I mean, he he's down there. I mean, he he's down there below Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan. I mean, the I, I think some of the only starters that he's above are guys like Ben Roethlisberger, or Baker. I mean, I mean, it's just he's so low, and like you said, he's been so on fire that I think this is the time you're willing to do this, especially in a cash game. Absolutely. Go for the high value, high, high skill guys. Jonathan Taylor, they're $8,100, but he's been on fire lately. So might as well bet on him. Who we got as our other running back this week. All right. So our other running back. And I, I think this makes sense if, and only if Zach Moss is out, but you have Devin Singletary. He's super cheap. $4,700. And, and again, this is only if he's out, but they have the jets pretty easy matchup. Um, and if Zach Moss is out, they probably are going to rely on him a little bit more and you don't need a ton to get value value. I mean, honestly, I think what eight, eight, nine points would end up being value. So if he gets 12, you're, you're happy. So, uh, yeah, not, not necessarily expecting much out of him. And I think we'll have to change this lineup. Should Zach Moss be in, but at this point, he hasn't practiced, so looking good. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and hit our tight end, too. Uh, we're going to go another the same game as our stack, uh, but we're going to go Dan Arnold with Jacksonville. He's been seeing consistent targets down there, and for a cheap tight end who who's going to get you know five targets a game, I'll, I'll take Dan Arnold all day. I also want you to talk about one more wide receiver here. You're picking... Ty Johnson for us out of Tampa Bay. What give us a little insight there? Yeah, the o- the only reason again is it, it, Godwin has not practiced. So if and only if Godwin is out, I would say we'll go with him. He's he's all the way down at thirty three hundred dollars, and if Godwin's out, it looks like Gronk's still going to be out. Then someone like Tyler Johnson makes sense again. Really cheap price point doesn't have to do a lot for us, but. Uh, we'll have to go back to the drawing board if Godwin's in because you certainly can't start him then. All right, but if both uh, Moss and Godwin are out, it gives us some low-value, high-potential starting players, and that enables us to have Deontay Johnson with the Steelers for 6800 Very valuable. Claypool's going to be out. Juju, as you know, out for the season. Could have a huge game this week. DJ uh, DK Metcalf is our second, or excuse me, our third wide receiver, $6,800. Could be a nice shootout between Seattle and Green Bay with Russ potentially back, hopefully. And we're going to have a little back back and forth in this game, have a, our flex as a wide receiver as well, Devontae Adams at $7,900. So we could have a huge output between Metcalf and Adams in this game if it plays out how we hope it does. And it could give us a ton of value and help us to uh, win another week. Because how did we do last week, Steve? Oh, we did very well last week. We we cashed everywhere. Was really happy with our lineup. Awesome. So we're looking for another cash, another W this week. And who's our defense that's going to take us home for the W this week? 
All right, we're going with the Browns. I know it's a little bit unique. New England, probably not exactly the lineup you want, but the Browns are are relatively cheap. I mean, they're definitely down there in the bottom half, maybe just into the bottom half of defenses. But hey, opportunity. I think we I think we've had an interception three weeks in a row. We talked about the sack leader, Miles Garrett. So certainly interesting and for as cheap as they are, I'm willing to to let it roll. Absolutely love it. We like our lineup a lot this week. We're going to be pending some injuries. Uh, we're going to be watching the injury reports as the week goes on. And uh, maybe we'll post our, our lineup if there's any changes for you guys. So keep an eye on Just Another Podcast 6 Twitter feed for any updates. So, so Matt, on a side, just a quick side note. So for, for all you degenerates who've stuck around, you know, you might be interested in this. As we're watching live this game, we did a showdown lineup, which is a single game lineup for this Thursday night game. The Dolphins and the the Ravens. So at, at Lamar Jackson, with just seven points, we're probably losing, right? Yeah, I mean, it's $13,800. It's a big chunk of your salary. I would say it's not looking great. Well, at this very moment, we are cashing. Not huge money, but we're cashing in this tournament with Lamar Jackson at just seven points. And our our superstar, whatever you call him, the guy that gets one and a half times points, Hollywood Brown has just 12 at one and a half times points. So I don't know how we're cashing, but this is certainly interesting. Very much so. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But with a game that's been this ugly, I guess it doesn't take much to cash. But uh, hopefully, maybe we can see uh, Jalen Waddle. Uh, is that his first name? Yes, sir. Jalen Waddle. Sounded, sounded, diff- sounded interesting. Uh, Brissette's hurt, so he can't help us. But Ahmad, Ahmed, excuse me, uh, Sheehan, we got some great players in this lineup. So we'll see how it turns <laughs> out. But uh, that's it for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. Appreciate our guest again, Jacob. He's the man. Looking for another guest for next week. Good luck in fantasy, everyone. Got a big Buckeyes game versus Purdue. A big Browns game versus the Patriots. Steve, it's versus your wife's team, Patriots. Got a prediction for us? Uh, You know, I'm going to stick with Jacob's prediction. Who am I? You know, he called three touchdowns by Baker last week. And what do you know? He got two plus a handoff touchdown, uh, three touchdowns. Jacob called it. So who am I to argue Jacob's score of 42-10? I would love to see it. Let's go Browns. Go Buckeyes. Have a great weekend, everyone. And thank you to any veterans that are listening. Uh, Maybe my dad will give us a listen. So thank you, veterans. We appreciate it. Everything you do for us and help protect our country and our freedom every day. So salute to you and goodbye and good luck, everyone. Yep, absolutely. Thank you. Goodbye. Good luck. Go Browns. Go Bucks. Oof, oof, oof. Hey. I've been around the block a couple times before. I've seen everything, I've seen a little more I've done everything anyone could ever do I've had my share of town, and I've had my arms too I've seen all there is to see, I've been all there is to be